This is Commonwealth Real Financial Talk with Michael Widlake from Commonwealth Guardians. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Commonwealth Real Financial Talk with Michael Widlake. Hi, and welcome to Commonwealth Real Financial Talk. My name is Michael Widlake, and I'm from Commonwealth Guardians. Now, if you'd like to know more information about what you hear on today's show, give us a call at 617-380-3440 or visit us online at commonwealthguardians.com. And while there at the website, click on the media page. You can see our previous shows and you can subscribe to our program on either Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or Amazon Music. So here we are and although it felt like summer today, we're starting fall and it's the time of the year when depending upon where you live, you have to take advantage of the fact that it still can be nice out like it is today. The days are still pretty good, it's warm, and at night it gets cooler so you can relax. Now, during today's show, we're gonna examine some of the common benchmarks that might be indicators that yes, you are ready to retire. But before we move into today's topic, let me introduce my co-host, Tony Shore, who, because he lives in Minnesota, understands that fall is probably only a couple days long and wants to take full advantage of that. I will tell you, uh, Michael, fall is my favorite time of the year. I love the fall. Uh, we've actually had some unseasonably warm days, you know, uh, for this time of year. But I do love it when it's really cool at night, nice sleeping weather and just nice during the day. Exactly. Uh, some of the leaves are starting to turn. I just love this time of year period. And, you know, Halloween's coming up. Love that. Love seeing all the kids dress up, and that's always fun. So, yeah, this is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, But I'm really happiest when I'm here in the radio studio sharing financial insights and information with our fantastic audience. And, of course, uh, you and I, we love to talk uh, and hang out. But I'm really looking forward to the show today and uh, how to know it's time to retire. That's a great topic. Yeah, so let's get to it. So there's an Investopedia article that's called The Six Signs That You're Really Ready to Retire and presents some details that I think that our listeners are going to find really valuable. Something that really jumped out to me from the article is a reference to a 2020 Transamerica survey of American workers that cited outliving their cash and investments as the most common reason for significant retirement fear. More specifically, 40% of survey takers listed outliving their resources as their number one worry. Now, a study from 2020 is still very relevant to where we're at today, but if you then add the lingering effects of COVID-19 shutdowns, market volatility, and inflation to the mix, it's reasonable to presume that here in the fall of 2023, even more people are nervous about having the savings and assets they need to preserve their ideal retirement. 
Well, I think some degree of retirement anxiety is always reasonable. And from my own perspective, Michael, all the financial news out there, uh, the you know internet, the online newspapers, the the news sites, so many of them have headlines uh, screaming about the ongoing inflation, potential economic slowdowns, rising healthcare costs. It's hard to see those headlines and not be at least a little anxious about the future, right? I agree. And now next, let's consider the six signs that you're ready to head into retirement. The first one of which is that you've reached your full retirement age. If you were born between 1943 and 1954, your full Social Security retirement age is 66 years old. And if you're born after 1959, then you have to wait until 67 to reach your full retirement age. Between those dates, your full retirement age is 66 and some months, depending upon what year you were born in. Now also bear in mind that while you can begin receiving Social Security as early as age 62, If you do so, you might be missing out on a significant amount of money because your monthly payment is markedly higher if you wait until you reach your full retirement age. How big is that difference, you ask? Well, if you begin receiving Social Security at age 62, your monthly payment is permanently reduced by 25%. Wow. Well, and some people might be thinking, eh, 25% reduction, that's not a lot of money. But hey, if you chart that over the full course of a retirement, that's gonna last two or three decades, you're talking about a serious amount of money then. Yes, you are. And while we just discussed it, you might begin receiving Social Security before your full retirement age, the fact is that you can also work beyond full retirement age and then receive a bigger future monthly benefit for your efforts. Social Security permits you to delay filing until you turn 70. And by waiting until that momentous birthday, you'll receive as much as 132% of the monthly benefit you would have received at your full retirement age. So if you enjoy your work and your colleagues and you're still in pretty good health, there might be a financial benefit to delaying your Social Security until you're 70. Let me add an important note here that if you decide to begin receiving Social Security before full retirement age, it will also reduce the survivor benefit that your spouse might be entitled to after your death. Now, as you can imagine, that means that if your spouse outlives you by several years, their financial life might be more difficult if you make the wrong choice. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point. And I think that... Um You've, you've covered a lot of topics here, and uh, I don't think I'm going to say anything surprising by noting that Social Security is a huge part of this, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of folks, you know, if people have questions or concerns about the program, uh, they're going to benefit by working closely with a financial services professional if they aren't already. You're, you're absolutely right, Tony. And uh, to move on, if your hard work and financial discipline have left you debt free, that may be yet another indicator that you're ready to call it a career. If you no longer have a mortgage in the house and you don't have any high interest credit card debt nipping at your heels, you've put yourself on solid financial ground. Conversely, if you have an outstanding balances on a home or vehicle or you have a lot of credit card debt, you might want to consider moving your retirement date ahead a bit into the future 
to give yourself a longer runway to get out from under that debt. For many folks, retirement means living on a fixed income. So a large mortgage or thousands of dollars in credit card debt could make your retirement far less rewarding. Lastly, debt makes it more difficult to use cash for emergency spending, thereby further increasing your debt load. Yeah, and you don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, uh, you want to watch out for debt, especially as you head toward retirement. Uh, I think that's huge. So um, let's take a moment here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Mike. So listeners can visit my website, commonwealthguardians.com, or call my office at 617-380-3440 and speak to Shannon to discuss how we might be able to help answer your questions and address your concerns about your retirement income. All right. Well, I think that's great. Uh, give that phone number and web address one more time. Commonwealthguardians.com or call Shannon in my office at 617-380-3440. All right. Well, let's keep moving on. During the episode, you've been talking about some of the common indicators that uh, people might find uh, to get you in a good financial position in order to leave your career behind for good and head excitedly into retirement. And <laughs> you've explained so far that reaching your full retirement age and not being in debt are two benchmarks that may tell you you're officially ready to retire. Uh, what's next? What else do you have for us? So that Investopedia article, The Six Signs That You're Really Ready to Retire Next, explains that no longer supporting your parents or your children is another helpful sign that you might be ready to cut the cord and move into retirement. After all, if your kids have reached adulthood and are out on their own, earning incomes of their own, it will likely make your financial path during retirement just a little bit smoother. But if you're still offering financial support to your kids or to your parents, even if it's a modest amount of money on an irregular basis, you might need to postpone your retirement until you're confident that you'll no longer have to provide for them some financial support. As the article explains, supporting either your kids or parents is getting costlier every day because of the rising cost of college, housing, healthcare. And if you're taking care of a family member, it might be more challenging to downsize and trim your expenses in a way that many financial strategies for retirement necessitate. Carefully assess your financial obligations to family members and be honest about who may need your financial help in the coming years. Right. Uh, that's important. Financial obligations that go beyond yourself and your spouse are also something I think you're going to want to be completely transparent about with your financial professional, your advisor, because they can offer up their best ideas and possible solutions, but only if they have a complete picture of your entire, entire financial situation, right? That's exactly right. So, Another good sign that your retirement has finally arrived is crafting a complete and thorough budget. On one hand, designing a retirement budget might sound very simple, but I can tell you from my own professional experience that too many people try to head into retirement without a true understanding of how much money they need month in and month out to handle their bills and to enjoy their lives. A budget should be built around the monthly expenses that you know will exist month to month, housing, groceries, utility, gas, and other things. After that, you can add in some 
of your wants, which include travel, entertainment, shopping, dining out. Once these monthly needs and wants have been both calculated, you can then determine how much income you'll need to cover everything. Well, yeah, and for me, I mean, working on a budget can feel like a homework assignment. I mean, people view that as a dirty word, the B word, budget. But I really, uh, once I'm done, my, if my wife and I, Michael, sit down to work on our budget and our, and our spending plan, if you'd rather call it that, we feel such a sense of relief because we have a better understanding of where we're at and it really relieves the stress. And then we can better know what we need to do to secure the kind of financial future we want. Exactly. So let's look at a little more detail or, or essential parts of budgeting. The article explains that many financial services professionals seek to help their clients replace 70 to 80% of their pre-retirement income. And for many folks, that 70 to 80% figure will come from a combination of social security, pensions, traditional 401ks, IRAs, Roth 401ks and IRAs, investments and annuities, other things. The article then adds that another common retirement budget rule is that if you retire in your mid-60s, your budget should be no greater than 4% of your investments plus your Social Security and pension payments. This ensuring that enough monthly retirement income to not only pay your bills, but to pursue things that you enjoy is, in my opinion, one of the best reasons to work with a financial services professional to make sure you get it right. Yeah, yeah, and that's just, that's just it. You need to work with a financial services professional so they can help you through this. There's no reason to go it alone. And um, for me, working, you know, I think that this is a huge, huge step. Um, retirement's just too important to try to figure it out all on your own. Exactly. An up-to-date portfolio is another indicator that you might be in a good position to begin retirement. Consider how long it's been since you sat down with your financial service professional to thoroughly review your portfolio. The article cites three factors that might help you to determine if you'll be able to live off your savings when you retire. The first is what's the size of your savings or investment portfolio. Second is what's the expected growth rate of your portfolio in the coming years. And the third is what kind of withdrawals will you need to maintain your ideal lifestyle. Now also don't forget that market volatility and inflation can negatively affect this. We don't get overly detailed about investing during our show because we don't have enough time to thoroughly discuss the rules and nuances that come with that. But I will say that if investing is part of your financial strategy, in my opinion, it's essential to work with a competent financial services professional well, yeah. And uh, speaking from my own perspective, I would not want to have money in the market without utilizing a financial services professional and making sure it's actively managed. Exactly. So if you and your spouse share similar retirement goals, it might be yet another indicator that you're finally ready to enter the next stage of your lives. Retiring as a team requires frank conversations, careful planning, and plenty of compromise. The dreaded word. Do you both agree that your financial picture is solid? Do you both feel prepared to manage the social and emotional changes that come with retirement? If one spouse retires while the other one continues working, the retiring spouse needs to be prepared for a retirement that will initially be a solo adventure. Hobbies, 
and solid social circle are essential. Well, I, I would imagine. And again, a great, great information so far. Uh, this has been a great conversation about knowing when it's time to finally retire. So what do you have for us next on the agenda? So let's continue with the theme of the day by next analyzing the potential pros and cons that come with retiring at certain common benchmark ages. A second Investopedia article called When to Retire, the Pros and Cons of Different Ages has some interesting insights and I think this might be beneficial. The first thing it addresses is early retirement, which is generally considered anything before you're 65. Remember that in most cases, you don't qualify for social security until you're 62. And even then you'll receive less than you would if you waited until you reached your full retirement age. Long story short, that means that early retirement likely isn't possible unless you have the income to handle both your expenses and non-necessities like travel and hobbies. Well, sure. And early retirement may have very real implications for health insurance costs too, isn't it? That's Isn't that right? exactly right. It's yeah. a big consideration. A person in their 60s applying for health insurance that complies with the Affordable Care Act can expect to pay around $1,000 or more a month compared to $164.90 you'd pay this year for the standard Medicare Part B premium. And don't forget, you also need to factor in the cost of your prescriptions. These social security and health insurance numbers can sound kind of scary, but I'm not sharing them to try and convince you to avoid early retirement. If that's one of your goals, instead, what I'm sharing this info for is to make it clear that early retirement means you need to have a combination of savings and assets and a good plan that will help you close the gaps that waiting until a more traditional retirement age might not have. Yep. Uh, so social security always comes into this. Now, when you say traditional, what is traditional retirement age? What is that? So the article explains that a common retirement age is somewhere between 66 and 70. And for many retiring at this age simply means that they've reached their savings and asset goals and will also receive their entire monthly social security benefit, which during the course of a potentially long retirement might considerably improve their quality of life. Now, waiting to retire until you're in that traditional age category may also mean you'll have additional time to contribute to your tax advantage retirement accounts, which again are thank things like your 401k and your IRAs. Furthermore, waiting to retire until you're 65 also means you're eligible for Medicare, which as we just noted a few minutes ago is more affordable than the price of private individual insurance plans for many older folks. Well, I have family members and friends who waited to retire until after they turned 65 just because of Medicare. And to your point earlier, when you compare Medicare to private insurance prices, it's easy to understand why they made that decision. Well, it, you know, a big part of our client base are federal employees, and this is one of the big advantages of being a federal employee. They get the sure. choice to potentially keep their health insurance into retirement where if the private sector doesn't doesn't happen anymore yeah. but lastly let's the late retirement is the category for those who retire at age 70 or later and for those who enjoy what they're doing and are in good health retiring at 70 or even later might be a reasonable option 
But for those who have grown weary of the long commutes and the daily office grind, waiting until 70 likely isn't an appealing option. And as the article describes, there are potential financial advantages that come with late retirement, some of which we've touched on earlier. For example, your Social Security benefit might reach its ceiling, which is 132% of your full retirement age. And if you were born between 1943 and 1954, or 124% of your full retirement age if you were born in 1960 or later. Right. And that's key. Are there other financial benefits that would come with staying on the job into your 70s? So the most obvious benefit is that time itself might be your best ally. If, in addition to working in, in, into your 70s, you're collaborating with a financial service professional, you might be able to build the kind of savings and asset plan that allow you to truly achieve your retirement ambitions, whether it's reducing or eliminating your debt, beefing up your cash, growing your tax deferred retirement accounts, or enhancing your portfolio. The longer that you delay retirement, the more likely it is that you'll be able to squeeze every last ounce of potential value out of each of the things you've done. Yet, even if your goal is to work until you're in your 70s, you need to be prepared for the possibility that it may not be up to you. A Northwest Mutual study cited in the article notes that many folks don't get to choose when they retire. For example, the study determined that the economic repercussions of COVID-19 changed many people's retirement plans. In fact, just under a quarter of the people Northwest Mutual surveyed explained that they'd be retiring later than they originally planned because, at least in part, due to the pandemic. And if you want to work until you're 70, how would you feel if economic circumstances suddenly meant you had to work until you were 75? Or what if your health forced you to retire at 65 rather than 70? So it's not a bad idea to have a target retirement date, but you should also have multiple contingency plans. Of course. And I think that's a great point. Now we're almost out of time for the show today. Do you have anything else for us before we conclude? So if you have any questions or concerns about what we've talked about today or whether it's or not, it's time for you to retire. I encourage you to visit my website, commonwealthguardians.com or call my office at 617-380-3440. And we can discuss how my team and I might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns. It's our goal to help you prepare for the retirement that you have worked so hard to achieve. All right, and a great show today. I really think this is an important topic. A lot of people, that's the question they have for you, isn't it? When they first meet with you is, how do I know when it's time to retire? How do I know I have enough money to retire? So I'm glad we covered some of these things in today's show. Um, Listeners, I appreciate you tuning in. And that does it for today's episode of Commonwealth Real Financial Talk. Thank you for listening to Commonwealth Real Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Whitlake at Commonwealth Guardians. Call 617-380-3440 or visit them online at CommonwealthGuardians.com. Michael Whitlake offers investment advisory services through Gradium Advisors, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 877-885-0508 and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Gradium Advisors. 
Advisors LLC and its advisors do not render tax, legal, or accounting advice. Commonwealth Guardians is not a registered investment advisor and is independent of Gradient Advisors LLC. Insurance products and services are offered through Michael Widlake, independent agent. Commonwealth Guardians, Michael Widlake, and Gradient Advisors LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration, the Federal Medicare Program, or any government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Calling this number will direct you to a licensed sales agent.